1: Here it comes. All right, here we go. Welcome to the revolution. You're welcome. All over the world, the movement is getting stronger. If you want to know the truth, yes, I think you guys are a little weird. Booyah! Our voice is getting louder. Yeah, baby! We are the pulse of America and stewards of the outdoors.
2: Hey, are we done here? Because I'm losing my buzz. (laughs) Welcome to the one and only Revolution with Jim
1: and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hello. No one is available to take your call.
2: Please leave a message after the tone.
0: Hey Trav, I'm calling to say that I no longer love you. My heart now belongs to Cat Daddy. What can I say? He's the angler of my dreams. He whiskered his way into my heart.
3: And so I guess this is goodbye. You
4: have the phone on, eh? Right?
1: Buddies with Cat Daddy. He's so hairy. She wanted that tuna to tough bean. Whole action, late night, flathead
3: fury. Disgusting. My kids are the cat, Daddy Poppy. Mm, yeah, boy. The Savvy DIYer.
5: It's hard to believe she gave you up for a catfish. I know
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to get on the tuna tub. Discounted rate. Now start dating Cat Daddy. <laughs> All right, so we are talking the Savvy DIYer. I will, by the way, folks. A, a bunny is a Savvy DIYer. This time next week, I will be single. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so we're talking the Savvy DIYer on this week's show. I'll, I am. I always say I'm pumped about it, but I am because I love Fred Eichler. Great guy. Yeah, he's a wonderful guy. He's also <laughs> with Easton Hunting TV. He's going to be joining us, and that is a, a sportsman channel. You know what? Maybe Bunny will leave Cat Daddy and go see Fred. Uh, Talk with Michelle first. Maybe she, she <laughs> can get me on a great elk hunt. Uh, e- anyways, Eastern Bow Hunting TV on Sportsman Channel every single Thursday, 5 30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, uh, after the first of the year, he's got an all new show coming out, Everything Eichler. He's going to be telling us about that. Uh, then we're going to be joined by Brandon Bates. He is the host of. Yeah, he's the host of RMEF Team Elk. And uh, he's on uh, the Outdoor Channel Sundays at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, now both Eastern Bow Hunting and RMEF Team Elk, they can also be caught anytime. Uh, by downloading the My Outdoor TV app. Then we're going to cap things off with Jeff Nimnick. He is the founder of Coyote Craze. Yeah, where you can actually go and learn how to hunt coyotes. Yeah, he's going to break down coyote vocalizations, how to do the perfect setup. Everything uh, you boys and girls need to know to be successful coyote hunting this season. That's right. It's going to be a fun show. Yeah. Bunny left me. Anyways, all right, let's (laughs) get to uh, Fred. It's going to be a fun show because Bunny left you? (laughs) (laughs) It's always more fun when she's gone. All right, so let's get to Fred Eichler of uh, Bow Hunting TV. And it's brought to you by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and
1: my outdoor tv you ready to rock the house the savvy DIYer. now let's kick off a two-part interview with mr fred eichler of easton bow hunting tv on sportsman channel presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network and my outdoor tv part one starts right here all right so i have
3: to admit i thought for so many years fred eichler was a plumber because he uses the word vent more than anybody <laughs> I know. I'm serious. He's and, just venting. And, and he's probably the one guy in America that could actually make a lampshade out of your skin. Uh, that is a Fred Eichler, the host of, again, Easter Bow Hunting TV on Sportsman Channel every single Thursday night that is 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. Mr. Fred, uh, how's it going, man? <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> That's going great. How are you guys going? Good.
5: That 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 was our best intro. That was our best intro. We're actually going to return. Yeah, I,
6: I, I, I want to i that to my wife every day. You
3: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're actually going to retire after this now. Yeah, Now you were saying <laughs> during the break that you've had, like, seriously, a banner year elk hunting. How has it been? What, what have you been seeing out there, Mr. Fred?
6: Man, it's been an awesome year, guys. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I think we're up to 33 or 34 elk harvesting with our clients. But uh, this is great. We just had some of the Remington guys leave. Uh, they were out here, and uh, we went uh, 9 out of 10. Uh, and harvest and 10 out of 10 for shots. So everybody got a shot at a bull, and nine out of the 10 guys
3: uh, harvested a bull, which was absolutely awesome. Oh, holy cow. Uh, once again, Mr. Fred Eichler, he's the host of Easton Bow Hunting TV on Sportsman Channel Thursdays, uh, 5 30 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, I just watched this really awesome video. Uh, it was how to like a quarter an elk in under 10 minutes. The way it's like you're a precision doctor, man. Every single cut you made was methodical, well thought out. You know, the front shoulder, the hind quarters, they popped off so easily. Now, walk us through this because, you know, once again, you made it look ridiculously simple, but it should be. I mean, we shouldn't struggle. We shouldn't fight, should we? No. You know, that's one of the reasons we did that video. I actually just did another
6: one. I think I did it five minutes, but which we're, we're about to put out, too. But I did have another guy. I cut everything, but another guy helped me out with uh, holding the quarters correctly. But, you know, there's no need for these guys with saws bone saws and axes, the giant knives. You know, I did all that with a small four-inch bladed outdoor edge knife with a replaceable blade. It's super easy, guys. If you know the right cuts to make, you know, whether it's back strap, front quarters, hind quarters, you know, pulling the tenderloins out through the back, you don't really have to gut the animal unless you want to, you know, eat the heart and the liver. Uh, it's just a really slick way to do it. So I'm glad you guys enjoyed that because I'm trying to, I spent so much time in the field, and, and I love that, but if I can impart some of the stuff that I've learned the hard way and save some people uh, you know, a hassle in the field, uh, that's what we're trying to do is, is try and show some people things that
2: I've learned along the way as well.
5: Yeah, well, you know, a, a lot of guys that listen to and watch your videos, they're saying, Yeah, I could watch a a video on brain surgery, but I just can't go out and do it. Now, the fact of the matter is, with with you and what you're doing, uh, you know, the front shoulders is nothing more than muscle tissue that holds that shoulder together. And so when you're slicing that off, it makes it pretty simple. Go down the middle of the backbone, you got the back straps. Take the inside of the, the hind legs. You got the hind quarters. I mean, you know, you're, you're talking pretty simple. You know, Trav and I have done it a lot, not as much as you have. But the fact of the matter is, when you do that, you learn something about yourself, but you also learn something about the animal that you're harvesting.
6: And it will help you out when you're hunting, too. You know, the point you know, you know what I mean, your animal, the way they're put together. And I, I think that's one of the fun things about it. And kids love it. I mean, it's a really neat thing to show kids. Kids aren't, they're more interested and watching that and learning about the different animal organs. So, you know, I found that really it's a, it's a fun thing to show kids to get them involved, get them excited early, um, and it makes them more knowledgeable, right? That's the only way I passed anatomy and physiology is I uh, <laughs> I knew what some of those uh, organs were thanks to my dad teaching me when I was a kid.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I've got a funny story uh, very quickly. I had a cousin that shot a really nice uh, eight-point buck in Michigan, and he he had never field-dressed an animal before, and so he's he, – he and I have only bird hunted together, and so he called me up, and he's really perplexed. He says, Jim, I can't find his gizzard. He could find it. We were going to wear it. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> and I, I just couldn't believe, and I've told that story a lot of times, but, you know, if, if you've not done any animal of any size at all, especially an underlid like, a, like an elk or whatever, guess what? Uh, you're going to be looking for that gizzard every time.
6: Oh, that's so funny. That's crazy. That's not the guy you ought to be eating over at his
5: house and say we're having deer gizzard tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Hey, Fred, we got, uh, we, we got to wind down this first part. Can you stick around for a second part? This is some good stuff. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, we've been talking with Fred Eichler. He's the
3: host of Easton's Hunting TV on Sportsman Channel, Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's right. You got to make sure to watch Bow Hunting TV again on Sportsman Channel or by downloading the uh, My Outdoor TV app. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network and my outdoor TV, Mr. Fred. Before we get to a break, where can we find you online, man? My Fred Eichler fan page on Instagram or Facebook. You bet. All right, that's what you got to do. Part two with Fred Eichler
1: coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Stick around, y'all. Part two with Fred Eichler of Easton Bowhunting TV on Sportsman Channel is coming up after the break. JimandTrav.com. Gotta get on the internet. Stay connected by connecting to us with Show Archives, Jim's blog, Trav's Take. It's this website that's got like everything. Buy or bust Mrs. Bunny, plus expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros, JimandTrav.com. Connect to the show via email or social media. Listen anytime, in the truck, at work, in a blind, or at home. If it's hunter-related and newsworthy, connect with it here, jimintrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will be right back. Part hunt, part spectacle, and all action. Action. I've never had an experience like this. Driven wild boar hunts in the European tradition. There
3: may be more than a hundred people, maybe a hundred dogs, 50, 60 guns.
1: Now the wildly popular series comes to America. We want to sell the meat, we want to eat the meat. Watch the hunts, catch the fever. Wild Boar Fever, Sunday at 4 Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Deer stopper, bull bumper, donkey knocker, elk crusher, brush guard, cow pusher. No matter what you call it, make sure it's a Ranch Hand Legend Grill Guard. The leader for over 30 years in front-end protection for trucks and SUVs. Visit RanchHand.com to see which Ranch Hand Grill Guards, bumpers, and running steps fit your Ford, Ram, Chevy, GMC, or Toyota. Ranch Hand. Built in America. Built by our hands. Built to take a hit. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. Keep the constructive feedback coming in to JimandTrav.com. It really helps us fine-tune the program. We're talking the Savvy DIYer this week. Now, let's get back to Fred Eichler of Easton Bowhunting TV on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the Revolution with Jim and Trav. View their entire line of apparel at CinchJeans.com. This is part two. Hey, you're back
5: with a Savvy DIYer this week's show. Of course, before the break, we had old Fred Eichler on. And,
3: of course, he has a program called... What is it called? Easton Hunting TV. I would have said we that. We tricked him into sticking around for part two. We fooled him. Now, this is going to be the greatest moment in radio history because we're going to be talking about, man, uh, where you've demonstrated how to skin a coyote's tail because I showed this video. It's, you know the video I'm talking about, Jimbo. Oh, I showed That's it to right. my kiddos. <laughs> They, their jaws literally hit the floor. I'm, I tell you what, David Blaine, Houdini, those guys had nothing on you, man. Because when you just pop that coyote's tail out like that, that is insane. I mean, that is so cool. That's better than bananas. <laughs> You're, yeah, that's a
6: fun trick, man. And I like doing it with my finger like a hook. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes use the deep bone t- you know, tool that you can either even make or you could buy for a few bucks. at both trapped at supply stores. But. Man, I always try to press upon, guys, it's so important to remove that bone out of the tail because otherwise the hair is going to slip and it's not valuable to a fur buyer. And then it's not uh, going to be a nice bone either because the hair is going to all fall out.
3: Yeah. Now, let's say we want to get into skinning. And I think, you know, coyote hunting, predator hunting is a great way to do that. Uh, and eventually, you know, work our way up. And let's say we, we want to take some big game and flush the hides and do something with them. Is a coyote hide a good hide to learn on? Is it very forgiving when it comes to mistakes versus other, you know, small game? What say you? Yes.
6: Yes. That's a great hide to start on because it's not as thin as a, like a bobcat or a rabbit that tears super easily. So a coyote's a good medium, you know what I mean? It's, you know, certainly not as thick as, you know, deer or antelope or anything else, but uh, it's a great hide to learn on. It's a medium. Um, and, and to peel it and just learn how to flesh it out properly. And case skinning is the way a lot of guys uh, sell those hides. They're really, you know, set up to be case skinned uh, which is one cut, you know what I mean, along the back leg, past the anus, and then throwing it out the tail and peeling it like a sock. But it's an old way of life. I mean, that's really, it was the fur trade that helped found, you know, to be North America. Yes. So to me... It's an old way of life that needs, you know, we need to we need to embrace that. We need to remember it, and we need to pass it on to, you know, to the youth and the, and the hunters of today. And hides are worth so much money, uh, you know. Again, as the market, you know, it definitely fluctuates, but you know, I got $748 for a bobcat hide this year. Wow. And uh, my best coyote, I think I got 80 $82, something like that for. So that's just a drive. Hide put on a stretcher and and pulled off and sold out a fur auction.
5: Yeah. Now the thing is, when you when you skin them, you actually turn the hide inside out until you get down around the eyes. And so, well, it's still inside out, I guess. But uh, nevertheless, you have to be so careful because you know I like a, a Havilah knife because I like the replaceable blades because I can't sharpen a knife to save my soul. But a nick in a green hide starts off at like less than a sixteenth of an inch long, and when it is finally tanned, you can put your fist through the hole.
6: <laughs> yes, sir. And I've, I've done some YouTube clips trying to show people every step from, you know, taking the ears off to the base of the skull, working around the eye, taking the nose off properly. You know, just trying to teach people how to do that. But you make a great point. You know, it, 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 it's good to learn that and learn to not make mistakes. And then it's also important to learn to sew those hides up. How do you take care of them after you skin them? And that's part of the stretching properly, the drying properly. And learning how to sell.
3: Yeah. Now, when it comes to primeness of a hide, you know, obviously not every single hide is created equally. So, let's say we we skin a couple coyotes. Is there a way we can tell if they're going to bring good money? If they're good hides? Is there any indicators?
6: Yeah. Yeah. There are. Just looking at, looking at the fur. Right? You know what I mean? Is it, is it a thick, full hide? Uh, that's really what they're looking for. Is that full winter cape? And and the thing is hides vary the same exact bobcat killed december 15th in missouri versus a bobcat killed december 15th at you know eight thousand feet in colorado well the missouri bobcat may bring you 50 dollars whereas the colorado hide may bring you up 700 to a thousand uh mm-hmm. and it's just because the bobcat in colorado at a higher altitude has more hair okay so yeah it, there, there's really a measuring you, you want to try and get no matter where you're at, whether it's Florida or, or, or Alaska, is, is take an animal when it's at the peak prime, which really is after November into January. Usually, those are your best couple months. You know what I mean? November into January when hides are at their fullest.
5: All right, now let's talk about the end use. And you, 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 we've we've went out there and we've got the uh, the, the coyote. We've skinned it. Uh, we've you know prepared. We've sent it. Now, when that buyer takes it. What part of the coyote do they use? Do they just use the center portion down the back to make jackets and so forth?
6: All kinds of uses, guys. There, uh, some, they'll use almost the whole uh, coyote. Some is for arts and crafts. Uh, you know, really? The tail, sometimes even, uh, you know, you can even get more money on a hide like a badger or, uh, you know, coyote. Almost all hides, if you leave and skin it all the way down to the feet, leave the claws attached. Uh, there's a lot of mountain men rendezvous where, where hides are worth more money if they have the claws attached bobcats, uh, the most valuable part of the bobcat, of course, is that beautiful belly fur. When you think of a beautiful bobcat, you know what I mean? That belly fur is what you want to try and show off and and present to a fur buyer. So when you stretch it, you try and stretch it to show off that belly fur because that's the most valuable on a bobcat. And on a coyote, of course, the back fur is the most valuable. So females aren't worth as much um, on bobcats, uh, because of the nipples. I know that seems odd. Uh, you would think it'd be worth more. <laughs> so, but, uh, so the males are actually uh, worth, worth more money, uh, because of that. Because the nipples, you'll have a little bit of fur that's missing in those areas. So, you know, there's so many different variables to selling furs, but it's really a fun thing to get into, but it's a, it's a commodity like anything else. I mean, it's, it, again, it's, you know, fur trapping and, and the fur trade. Uh, man, that was, you know, one of the first businesses you
3: know, started to, started to industrialize North America because of that fur industry. Uh, once again, Mister Fred Eichler, he's the host of Easton Bow Hunting TV on Sportsman Channel Thursdays, five thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, pretty exciting. You have an all new series coming up after the first of the year. Everything Eichler, can you give us a little nugget? Anything about the new show coming out? Preview what it's going to feature, man? Tell us. Man, it's everything, guys. It's it's, it's kind of the lifestyle too. Um, it's going to be. You know, bow hunting, rifle hunting,
6: shotgun hunting. It could be everything that we do. We're also going to include some of our clients' hunts because we have some crazy adventures, even with our clients. Uh, you know, I don't know if you saw the YouTube on the zombie deer. I had a guy shoot a deer one time. We walked up, and it all it's like all of a sudden, just turned into a zombie, jumped up, and almost hooked him. So it's <laughs> some of the crazy things that happen when you're in the field as much as we are. And, and I really hope people enjoy it it's got the whole family out there doing what we
5: love to do you bet hey that was Fred Eichler and of course again he's the uh, host of Easton's Bowhunting TV
3: on Sportsman's channel Thursdays at 5.30 Eastern time that's right And everything Eichler is it going to premiere right after the first of the year uh, when is it set to yeah, launch sure. man it's going gonna, it's gonna to play all year starting in January that's correct oh holy cow alright so we got to get to a break this has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans the official clothing brand of uh, the revolution with Jim and Trav hop online check out their entire line of apparel com Coming up next, hey, we got Brandon Vance. He's the host of
5: Rocky Elk Foundation, Team Elk on Outdoor Channels, Sundays at 11 o'clock Eastern Time.
3: That's right. That is RMEF Team Elk on uh, Outdoor Channel. Again, Mr. Fred, to learn more about you, where can we find you online? Uh, you can look on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, Fred Eichler fan page. I'm there. Great. Hey, was that good for you, big guy?
6: <laughs> I hope I wasn't bad about the Bobcat nipple. <laughs> you
3: know, I always knew I was lesser of a person because of my third nipple.
5: <laughs> and he uh, <laughs> and Chandler Bing.
1: Don't change the station. Extreme hunter Brandon Bates, host of RMEFT Milk on Outdoor Channel, will join Jim and Trav in just a moment. Just can't tell you
4: how difficult killing an animal period is for food and, and when you're out hunting i mean it's just a it's a challenge it's a really 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 intense challenge
1: this is the revolution with jim and trav it's either us or air supply Mmm, yeah. Connect with the boys 24-7 and provide valuable feedback at JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will be right back.
6: What's the matter with you? This is what I do to feed my family.
1: Outdoor Channel has a wicked side. Run, run, run. This isn't fishing. Hooking it's easy. This is war. <laughs> Getting into the boat. is the hard part. There's going to be a confrontation. <laughs> right. Wicked Tuna, Mondays at 9 p.m on Outdoor Channel. Looking for your next off-road adventure? The all-new Yamaha Wolverine X2 Side-by-Side is ready when you are. Offering unmatched off-road capability with ultimate comfort. The Yamaha Wolverine X2 is packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality. With Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence, visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X2 and realize your adventure. Always
0: protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product-warning label before operation.
1: The Savvy DIYer is on today's revolution with Jim and Trav. I'm listening. Connect with the boys always at jimandtrav.com. Now, here's a two-parter with Brandon Bates, host of RMEF Team Elk on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. See them online at horizonfirearms.com. This is part one.
5: Hey, we're back. Before the break, we had a two-parter with little Fred Eichler. Yep. What a great interview that was. Learned a lot about coyotes. Learned a lot about skinning. Learned a lot about a lot of things. Yeah, we learned don't shoot things with nipples. Yes, right. <laughs> that was a good thing.
3: That was a good takeaway. Well, uh, it's, it's a bit nipply outdoors. It's a bit nipply outdoors. Uh, so, Bow Hunting TV on Sportsman Channel, Thursdays, 5, 30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, uh, catch it anytime with the my outdoor TV app. Right now, though, we're being joined by old... Brandon Bates Brandon Bates with the RMEF Team Elk there on Outdoor Channel It is Sundays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time uh, Welcome to the show, Mr. Brandon But, you know, let, let's set a baseline, alright? You have all these boys and girls And we hear it every single year There's nothing wrong uh, with having high hopes, expectations They're like, I'm not going to squeeze the trigger Or let the arrow fly on any bull that's under 340 But I'm over here, like, I will shoot a spike I, I just really want the meat So for a newbie What is a where do we start? What is a realistic expectation? You know, a cow, a spike, a bull that's two thirty, two forty. What say you, man?
4: The one thing I've learned over the years, and and probably the most important thing, and I I can't tell you why it took me ten years to learn it and figure it out. If you're going out there and if you really really care about horns, you're missing everything uh, that has to do with elk hunting. And you know, when I hunt public land. That is never the, that, that, that's never the thought for, for me it is, it's really about putting food on the table and meat in the freezer. You say that and say that and everybody on the outdoor channel says that and, and everybody says, oh, those guys are full of crap. No, really, if you're a true hunter and, and, and if you, if <clears throat> you have that mindset and that heart, no, that's really what you think. Um, I, let me tell you, horn soup tastes like crap. I've never <laughs> been able to cook it and make it taste good. So, you know, if that's what you're after, great. And, I, look, I've killed some really big bulls. But, but I'll tell you that every time, ironically, they've been a, a situation of circumstance. Uh, you know, there are some super hunters out there that are really good at targeting a specific animal um, and getting lucky because it, it's part of that, too. Uh, but, when we, you know, when we get in this trophy thing and we get in this, this age class, that's why I prefer to use the word age the methodology and, and the thought process behind it is to be able to kill the biggest and the oldest male in the herd so it kind of keeps things turning over and, and, and continues the health of the herd. It's not necessarily this trophy thing didn't come back from some macho bravado thing. I, you know, it started thousands of years ago, you know, I think with guys that, that had a, probably a, a better sub-level of ecology than, than, than we do now. Um, and, and just understanding that, hey, that we've seen this bull, you know, in caveman talk, we've seen this bull for the past 10 years. It's time for him to go because we know that these other bulls need to move up the food chain.
5: Yeah. And he can um, also but, outrun it.
4: Right. right exactly. Right. <laughs> um, you know, so, so, so anyway, uh, and, and then I think we in our culture of trophy shots and, you know, albeit TV, um, you know, we've created that and, and it's, Man, I'm just it sucks. I yeah. don't know what else to say. Uh, you know, that's probably not a super appropriate term, but I just don't like it.
3: You know, uh once again I'll uh, be joined by Mr. Brandon Bates, the host of RMEF Team Elk there on Outdoors Channel Sundays 11 p.m. Eastern Time or you can always watch it on the go by downloading uh the My Outdoor TV app. I like to say It's on Roku. Yeah, Roku. What the, what that, that? Too. What the- Ruku. Um, anyway, well, I got shots from Ruku he's got, one time. He had it removed on his shoulders, what it was, Brandon. <laughs> um, you know, I like to say, it, truthfully, I'm a trophy meat hunter. I mean, I want to bag as much meat as I can. And, man, if it has antlers, that is nothing but icing on the cake to me. You know, I mean, that that's a bonus point in filling my freezer. And, and anybody that has ever down an elk knows if you down an elk, I don't care if it is a spike or a small cow, man, that is going to take the place of three or four large size whitetails. I mean, if you're really out to get some meat, you need to target elk. Yeah. And I
4: mean, that's, you know, that's exactly right. And. If you want to get some meat and, and you want to experience what it's like to really do a lot of work, uh, then yeah, elk hunting is, is probably for you. Because if you ever kill one where you can't, you can't get to it to a side by side or a you know a vehicle, so you'll understand it's a whole different deal. But public access is probably our number one, largest facing issue that we all face as as hunters and people that access public ground. Uh, that that is you know lack, lack of hunting access i should say is the number one driver and deterrent from people becoming new hunters and new outdoorsmen and women uh and if we don't solve that problem let me tell you things are going to be really really sketchy because uh, it, 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 i'm not bashing anybody that goes to the grocery store and buys meat because i do it you know oh, yeah. sure you guys probably do it most 99.9 percent of hunters all do it you know Shane Mahoney and his wild food initiative. I don't know if you guys have ever had a chance to check that guy out or, or some of the stuff that he does, but you really should, you know, go look at it. I, I don't, I don't know all the facts. I don't want to sound uneducated, but basically, you know, Shane Shane has this. It's not a theory. He spent a lot of time and research looking at what the world would look like if we took hunting away hmm. and the massive amount of food that we would have to create just protein. Um, it, it's not doable. If People on one side of the fence say we have a methane gas problem because we have feedlots and cattle. They have no idea what that would look like if you take wild food out of the mix. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a, an entirely different planet. You want to talk about global warming? It is way worse than that. <laughs> um, you know, so you guys got me on a tangent now, like I'm all fired up. <laughs> but if we went for public access to that, right, <laughs> into the, the world.
5: Yeah. Hey, hey, we've, we're coming up on a hard break. Can you stick around for a second, part? This is some really good stuff, and I got a lot of questions I want to ask you.
4: Uh, how about yeah. that? It'll give me a chance to call see That's perfect. <laughs> you bet.
5: Hey, folks, we got to take a break, pay some
3: bills, and we'll be right back right after this. That's right. This has been brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out today, horizonfirearms.com. Again, though, uh, watch RMEF Team Elk, hosted by Mr. Brandon Bates on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Now, before we get to a break, Mr. Brandon, where can we find you online?
4: At RMEF.org is where it matters the most. Uh, the Rocky Mountain no, Foundation website is uh, is where we can you know, where you can find so much information on it yourself hunting, where you can find the you know, information on land access, um, and where you can become a member, and probably more importantly become a life member. So yeah, on the F- end You bet. We'll be
3: back
1: right after this. Let's try part two with Brandon Bates. We are big game DIY hunters. with Cat Daddy. He's so hairy. She wanted that. My kids are calling cat! Cash- Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air and online 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. To me, it's nothing but fairytale mumbo-jumbo. We're proud partners of Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Your adventure starts at BassPro.com and Cabela's.com, as well as Sticky Holsters. See how they're redefining concealment at StickyHolsters.com. Don't move. The Revolution will return right after these short messages. Every gun creates its own legend. This is
3: a revolutionary gun.
1: There are the good. You touch one, you shoot one, you begin to understand very quickly what you have in your hand. The bad. It's ergonomically awful. What are they thinking? And the downright awesome. When I have a rough day, I hold a P210 and I rack it to listen to the music that this gun generates and I feel better. I'm Joe Montaigne, and this is Gun Stories. Wednesdays at 7.30 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Yeah! Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com.
5: Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear,
1: go to www.tabellas.com. The revolution with Jim and Trav is back on the air. Oh, yes. Nice. Today, we're talking the savvy DIYer. Now, let's rejoin the boys and Brandon Bates, host of RMEF Team Elk on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Ranch Hand. Built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back for part two with
5: old Brandon Bates. Of course, he is the host of Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Team Elk, or RMEF. It's on our channel Sundays at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. And and we're talking about hunting elk. We're talking
3: about hunting elk. We, we were going to talk about hunting prairie dogs, yeah. uh, but he didn't want to do that. Uh, so let's get right into this because, you know, we, we have all these boys and girls that come up from Texas, Arizona, Florida, Indiana. California. All right. And they're they're going to go elk hunting. Um, But for the average guy or gal anymore, is it even attainable? Because by the time you do buy your out-of-state tags, which can be quite costly, then you have your travel costs, your food, the works, you know, fuel. Perhaps you blow a tire. Lord knows. Um, Some ding-dongs. Yeah, some ding-dongs. But a public land elk hunt, is it feasible for all or is this kind of more or less select audience for the 1% it
4: is I mean yes it, it is something that, that everyone can attain if, if they work towards it um, it just it goes back to that thing it's like what do you want to get out of the experience yeah um, it, you know do you want to get out a weekend experience do you want to experience really new country or is your only goal to go there and kill something because it is two totally different things um, you know took me a long time to get over that because I just can't tell you, you know, how, how sometimes, how difficult killing an animal period is, um, you know, for, for, for food and, and, and when you're out hunting, I mean, it's just a, it's a challenge. It's a really, really, really intense challenge. So yeah, it, it, there's no doubt that it's super attainable. It's just a matter of how much work do you want to put in and you, and you really, really need to do that because if you really want to kill something, it's going to take a, a lot of work. But with that said, I recommend that you put in the work because it is so worth it. It's, it's, it's inexplainable, you know, uh, when you put in that type of work and you get it done. Even if you don't get it done, you go somewhere and you experience somewhere brand new, and, and then, you know, your chances of getting it done in year two are just that much better.
3: Hmm. Mr. Brandon Bates, again, the host of RMEF team melt they on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, for the newbies out there, let's say, you know, they're going to start planning right now because this is when you really want to plan, yeah, your 2019 elk hunts. For their first time out, would you recommend, because DIY public land archery elk hunt, that's about as tough as you are going to get. Would you recommend perhaps pursuing it with a rifle first just to get your feet wet? Or would you jump, you know, all in with a bow if that's what they want?
4: Goes back and forward depends on number one. I'm not a huge fan of like sub zero temperatures. That's why I don't <laughs> love rifles. <vehicles. laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I love September. <laughs> um, and, and and you know, if, if you like, I, I think September makes a lot of sense. And look, it can snow in September in the mountains, no question about it. But I, I like the September thing. You know, because I think it's a, a little bit more of a pleasant experience for a guy. Like, yeah, is it harder? Your success rates in, in all these states combined hover around ten percent. You know, that's something a lot of people don't know. That's for even the people that live there. You know, from a public land standpoint, they hover around ten percent. Now, some of these more limited, tro- the limited quota units, that, that percentage goes up. There ain't, very, there's not very many of them out there that have anything above fifteen to twenty percent. I mean, that to tell you how difficult it is for everyone in general. But the people that are in that 10% are just the people that did the work. They're not any different. God gave them the same set of legs that he gave you. You know, whoever we're talking about, let's listen to this right now. <laughs> it, but the gist of what I'm saying is it, it's a matter of for the, for the general person. If you do the work, you can find success. So I would vote archery just to start because you'll learn so much. In
5: the weather so much nicer. Yeah, well, you know, one thing that I found out, and I've hunted whitetail, mule deer, and so forth. When elk are spooked, they'll run for miles. They just don't run over the hill, or like a mule deer will run out there two, three hundred yards, turn around, and look at you, like, "What the hell was that all about?" You know, they're yeah. they're gone. And so that's one of the things that you have to take into consideration. You have to know the terrain. You've got to get the the area maps. You've got to get the uh, the terrain maps and so forth. You've got to get the app for your phone to find out exactly where the next drainage is and possibly where they might lay up once they stop running.
4: Yeah, you know, uh, just don't spook them. <laughs> That's what I always <laughs> say. Like do do your best to make sure the wind's in your favor. For crying out loud, do everything you can to not spook them because you can blow them over a mountain range and. You know, in another drainage, and I mean, yeah, I just, yeah, let's let's work the wind. They're not as, they're not as, is they don't get as weird about sight, but the wind is the one thing you can't afford to have go wrong. Get that in your favor, and and you know, work the thermals in the morning, work the thermals in the evening, and. If the wind gets to swirling too bad midday, just get out of there. When in doubt, back out.
5: (laughs) You bet. Hey, that was old Brandon Bates. He's the host of
3: RMEF Team Elk on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. This has been brought to you by Ranch Hand Built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand Truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. Mr. Brandon, before we get to a break, man, again, where can we learn more about you, RMEF Team Elk, your your conservation practices, upcoming episodes of RMEF Team Elk, where do we have to head to online?
4: Yeah, rmef.org. I uh, really really would love everybody to go to that site, check it out. Um, you know, rmef.org is, is really where you can find out about a great organization that does a lot for people to, to help provide them public access. Uh, a number of conservation practices and um, just the, And not just for elk You know, it's part of our mission statement For other wildlife, you know We, we do a lot uh, for, for the betterment of the outdoors in general
5: You bet Hey, we're talking the Savvy DIYer And of course, coming up next is Jeff Nimnik, He
3: has coyote craze That's right, he is the founder, the the purveyor The head man, he is the the head coyote whacker guy Jeff Nimnik, he is up next Mr. Brandon, man, thanks for calling in You're so awesome, God bless you, buddy
1: Hey, you bet, thanks, guys, I appreciate it World champion coyote caller and founder of Coyote Craze, Jeff Nimnick, will take over the revolution after the break. You know, if I get a coyote that checks
2: up out there, you know, three, 400 yards, and, you know, obviously I called him into that distance, but he gets to a point, a lot of times coyotes will get to a little rise or an opening where they can see really well, and they'll look out across there and they'll be like, ah, you know, they just don't really know, they're a little unsure, you know. And so they need a little more
1: convincing. So at that point, I'll start switching up the sound. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. You know, you can always ask your smart speaker to play the show. Hey, Alexa, play The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Playing The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And you can follow us and provide feedback 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. There's lots of ways to connect with The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. If you have a taste for meat, you better have a sense of adventure. Direct on a snake, on a snake, and pray you're at the top of the food chain. One,
0: two, three.
1: We know the saying about how the grass is always greener on the other side of the mountain. It'd be like suicide to cross this thing. You also imagine that it has a lot more deer on it. This is ridiculous. If there's some point in hunting, it's that it teaches you things that help you find success in other avenues of life. Back to back episodes of Meat Eater, weeknights at 6 Eastern on Sportsman Channel.
6: Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's
5: kbhmaui.com.
6: Aloha.
4: Ka'ana Pali Beach Hotel, Maui's Hawaiian Hotel.
1: Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we discuss the savvy DIYer on today's big broadcast. Now, here's Mr. Jeff Nimnick, founder of Coyote Craze, brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. Here are the boys.
5: Hey, we're back. Before the break, we had old... Uh what the heck was his name again? Brandon Bates, Army yeah. of Team Elk. What a great guy. But our next guest,
3: man, if you're talking about DIY savvy people, this guy's it. He can kill you with his charming good luck <laughs> And uh, he, what he is, he's a coyote slayer. That is Jeff Demnick. He is the founder of Coyote Rays, and he's pretty much the pro staff of everybody <laughs> yeah. in the entire <laughs> he's our world. Pro staff. This man can do anything. He's so awesome. Mr. Jeff, welcome back to the show. And great to be back on, guys. Now, let's talk about this, man, because coyote season, I mean, it's... It is here. It is, is now. full bloom. Everybody is getting out. Let's talk about calling, though, because, you know, like with my e-caller, currently has like 500 sounds on it. Including what are you- Toby yeah, yeah. Keith. Yeah, you got Toby Keith. You got a little Avenged Sevenfold. But anyways, <laughs> no, I mean, 500 sounds, that's a lot of vocalizations to run through. What are right now, you know, coming up in the latter part of November, really, what are our key sounds, like your top five sounds that you would go to right now calling in coyotes? Well,
2: let's back it up one step. You mentioned all those sounds, you know, and it is confusing for guys that are going out and buying these e-calls and you're looking at it. And most of them come with a 100 or 200, you know, something like that. Yeah. You know, what I usually do is categorize them into three categories. You have your prey distress sounds. Those are all your rabbits and birds and, uh, you know, livestock, anything that a coyote's going to want to come in to eat, you know, we'll categorize those as prey distress sounds. The second category is all your coyote vocalizations. Um, that's going to be your lone howls, your coyote serenade, your challenge howls and email invites and different things like that, just one or multiple coyotes howling. And then that third category is all your coyote fights, uh, your coyote pup distress sounds, uh, things like that. So w- when you break everything down like that, it makes it a little simpler to talk about. So, you know, this time of year, you know, the prey distress sounds normally work pretty good just because, you know, the, the population of coyotes right now is the majority is coyote pups, you know, maybe upwards of 60%, 70% of the coyote population right now is is young pups that haven't been hunted, haven't been pressured. So, you know, they're kind of having to go out on their own right now. Um, They're starting to have to hunt a little bit, you know, with the weather changing. So, uh, you know, that's usually the go-to this time of year. And then maybe after that, after you play some prey distress for, you know, five, six minutes, you know, then you kind of roll over into some pup distress of some kind. And, uh, you know, it's a family dynamic. um, You know, these coyote pups have been growing up with their brothers and sisters for the last six months you know the uh, adult coyote's have been raising these pups so when you go to a pup distress you can kind of trigger a different response that maybe uh prey distress didn't trigger so
5: yeah well now the thing is when you use these uh prey distress calls i mean that's that's kind of like has always been my go-to call uh it, it seems like the wounded rabbit uh which is terrible to listen to
2: really effective oh you bet you bet and it's and it always amazes me you know how does a you know, a coyote pup this time of year knows exactly what that is. And you almost wonder if it's just kind of ingrained into them or if it's something lady mom, you know, mama coyote caught a rabbit, you know, earlier this summer and that sucker was squealing, you know, <laughs> yeah. as she's bringing it back to the den. And the and the pup kind of heard that and associated with it. I've always wondered that myself, you know, kind of how that is. But, but yeah, I mean, there's been a million coyotes killed over the years just on a straight rabbit squalor hand call or a rabbit distress on the e-call. So, so yeah, it's, it's hard to go wrong with with just the old rabbit distress this time of year.
3: All right, we're talking the Savvy DIYer with Jeff Nimnick. He is the founder of Coyote Craze. He's on the line right now. Now, have you ever been in an area, and maybe you've never run into this instance before, um, that is more populated with female coyotes versus male coyotes or vice versa? And then when you're talking about those dominant male calls, the female calls, so on and so forth, one is going to work better than the other. Is that ever a scenario that would come up? Things we need to shy away from? Could we go with more of a dominant call Ended up pushing the Coyotes away? Is that ever a scenario that could happen?
2: You know, I think that's very much so the case this time of year. You know, knowing that a, a large population of the Coyotes are young Coyotes right now. So, you know, the more aggressive type sounds um, could have a, a an effect on a young Coyote coming to the call. You know, if you're playing some real aggressive fighting or maybe some uh, vocalizations with multiple adult coyotes howling in there or even one maybe male coyote howling you know that young coyote that maybe was originally coming to the, the rabbit distress or whatever and then you switch over to some more aggressive sound like that it could spook that coyote away you know knowing that he doesn't want to come in there or she whatever it may be to to get whipped up on by a by an older more dominant coyote. So yeah, that's definitely something you got to keep in mind this time of year.
3: Yeah, now when it comes to actually your setup, obviously I don't think you want to be upwind and facing the sun. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's things you <laughs> want to avoid. That's why I don't get anything. Let's equate it to like deer hunting or turkey hunting, especially. I mean, you you really think about, you know, your movement, the shine on your face. Are these things that we need to be concerned with? And possibly when you're using an e-collar like you, where you can you know, place it a, a good distance away from you, does that help distract their attention away from you? And it gives you a little more wiggle room, if you will.
2: So, yeah, exactly. A couple of points you hit on there. You know, the first one was the sun and, and the wind, you know, um, sometimes you can get away with you know, having the sun behind you and the wind kind of in your face. But, you know, throughout the day, the sun is changing directions on us where a lot of times the wind will stay out of that same direction. So at some point in the day, you know, you're if you want the, the wind in your face, you're going to have to have the sun in your face as well. So, and that's not a big deal. You know, I tell people all the time, don't ever give up the wind. You can you can get away with having the sun shine on you. Yeah. But don't ever give up the wind. So, you know, when you make your setup, you know, every time you stand there in an area where you're going to make a call, you have 360 degrees of area around you. You know, basically I split that in half. So the, the front 180 degrees of that is the area where you're hoping that coyote's going to come from. That back 180 is usually where you park the truck, where you walked in. And that's going to be the downwind somewhere on that 180 on the backside. So that still leaves you 180 degrees of coverage on the front side where you have a favorable wind where hopefully the coyotes, you know, didn't know you got there and, and are in there for you to call in. Yes. And then, yeah, using that e-call, definitely getting that e-call, getting that sound out away from your position. It's just a great tool to have uh, to keep the focus on that sound and not you sitting over on the the side hill getting ready to snipe them when they come. You bet. Hey,
5: we've been talking with Jeff Nemnick. We've been talking about the Savvy DIYer, and that's Coyote Honey. And here's a guy that never runs out of
3: breath pressing that play button. That's right. He could kill anything. If you have some uh, ditch leopards, some uh, (laughs) trash (laughs) pandas, anything you want knocked off. Jeff's your guy. Now, you also offer, you know, your Coyote Craze College. You offer classes. If we want to learn more about you, perhaps attend one year. Get your diploma. Get your diploma, exactly. Um, just not your GED, because that's not important. Or if we want to, you know, go to a competition with you, where can we find you online?
2: You know, coyotecraze.com, man. That's my website. All my info's on there about the schools, about my people want to know what kind of equipment I'm running. That's all on there. I got uh, links to all, you know, the tons of articles and stuff I've written linked to all my youtube videos got tons of stuff on youtube great stuff there so so yeah coyote craze.com you can find it all there you bet
3: hey that was jeff nimnick and of course he has coyote craze that's right he is the founder this has been brought to you by yamaha's proven off-road atvs and side-by-side vehicles hop online check them out yamahaoutdoors.com gotta get to a break mr jeff man you're so awesome god bless you thanks for coming on buddy always great guys have a great hunting season man
1: This is the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, you can follow the craziness on all social media platforms. And if you have suggestions or feedback, hit up JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The, the revolution will be right back. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. Today, that's Himtnjerky.com. Well, listen up, people! The Disco Tech! is close. Well, that's a wrap of this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Gentlemen,
5: I think that's enough excitement for today. Oh, 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 yeah.
1: You can always follow the boys 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Man, old Fred Eichler, what a great interview he had. He did! That was East of Bowhunting <laughs> TV on Sportsman <laughs> Channel, plus
3: Brandon Bates, R M E F T Team Elk. He was a lot of fun. That's right. He has a string of motels called the Bates Motel. You'll stay one time. One night. I promise. And then uh, Jeff Demnick, the founder of Cayo Craze, this was cool. We covered a lot of different outdoor topics, Jimbo. That's right. Hey, we want to thank
5: our 550 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like the absentee Bunny Yeah I'm Fun Joe Our producer Mark Paneri And Frank the Sound Guy Infidelity
3: <laughs> Alright so yeah You know get outdoors and this and weekend surround zone. If you see Bunny throw eggs at her uh, No get outdoors this weekend Take some kiddos with you And spend some quality time outdoors I don't care if it's cold Bundle up the kiddos Teach them the importance of firearm safety uh, But most importantly Just let them know uh, that you care That you're there for them uh, and Seriously, get your butts off the couches and go outside. It's healthy for you. Jimbo, last word. I get a plan to kidnap Miss Bunny back from Cat Daddy. They're having children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! Imagine that, a cat daddy and a bunny. That's going to be an interesting child. Kabun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's going to divorce me after this one. So, anyways, all right. You know, thank you so much for going to JimandTrav.com and leaving your feedback. We read everything. We appreciate it. So peace out. We love you. Again, go to jibitraff.com, and we'll return next week. Bye.